All right, y'all. So, uh, let me take these retainers out. If you heard that, just proves I'm a real person, not a robot. Okay. So, I am going to talk about manifestation and reality bending. Let's go. Oh shit. I I'm I don't know how far I'm going to get into this because this can go pretty deep and it we'll see. You you can think about it what you want to think about it, okay? So, by the way, that's part of it. Um, what I'm doing right now is instead of attaching a specific outcome to your reaction, I am leaving it open-ended. And that is part of the technique. It is about um, leaving things open-ended. Okay, so first things first. What is manifestation? This apparently is a word that's going around TikTok. Don't know, don't have TikTok. But I've heard that it's a thing that is like blowing up right now with Gen Z dope love it um from the community that i am a part of which is spiritual people doing spiritual things they have been talking about for decades now about um an awakening that society is meant to have blah, 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 whatever doesn't really matter i'm not attached to past past or future shit or predictions or any of that i really just go by moment to moment stuff my personal flavor of interacting with reality. If you like predictions, you can find that on wherever you find your predictions. My mom likes YouTube. Anyway, (laughs) what is manifestation? Manifestation is the act, uh, the process, the experience of bringing the unseen intention into the physical realm where you can experience it as a physical being okay that's all it is it's just bringing something from unseen into the scene it's a little journey it's a little it's like you put something on a train and you're like all right i'm gonna grab you from the void from infinite possibility from the zero point fields whatever language you use into the scene realm into my physical experience into my reality into my life right so that's what it is and as a little teaser that's actually how i became a software engineer i was working as a maid I'd just broken up with someone I'd been in a relationship for three years. I was living with my mom again, and I didn't have a lot going for me. I was literally working as maid because my mom and my family had been maids, and so they were like, hey, you need a job? Come clean houses with us, and so that's what I was doing, and nobody expected me to ever be anything but that and yet I had in my mind like this idea of oh this is what I want to do and so I manifested it I got a job they didn't give a shit about my GPA they didn't care about anything it was literally an opportunity to be paid to learn full stack software engineering, be paid to learn, and then be paid to go into an apprenticeship at a software company in Silicon Valley. And then if you did well in that apprenticeship, they would offer you a full-time six-figure job. This was specifically aimed for women of color. 
again, I've heard so many times from so many Uber drivers <laughs> that this is an opportunity. It just, it just doesn't come it just doesn't come very often. Um, they were like, whoa, that program exists. I didn't know programs like that existed. And I'm like, yeah, it's great. I'm blessed. But in my mind, I'm like, I manifested it because I did. And so uh, before I went ahead and manifested this incredible opportunity in this life where right now I am sitting in the middle of my living room on my yoga mat looking through my great huge windows at the mountains, trees, and lights of the city below. I'm high up. I have two bedrooms, live by myself. I'm very comfortable in a luxury apartment that I pay myself. And I'm on break from a job that, again, pays me six figures. So how did I go from being a maid in 2019 to going back to college, graduating without any debt in 2020, and then securing this apparently extremely rare and unlikely apprenticeship that became a six-figure job in 2021. And I'm now here the first day of 2022 sharing with you what manifestation is and how I've done it well so there are certain steps there are certain steps to manifestation but the most important is to just understand what is happening what is happening is that you are bringing an unseen intention a vision of what you want your life to be from the unseen realm into the seen realm. So I'm a theistic person. I'm not a religious person, but I do believe in God. You can call it source. We can call, I often call it the universe. Um, Really just because people have a certain immediate aversion to God, to the concept of God. Um, And so they, I've, in my experience, have been more comfortable with the concept of the universe, but let's be real. It's the same thing. And I'm going to call it what I want to call it when I want to call it that because it's to me it's not that it's not that heavy and it's not that charged. If it is to you, you can sub the word in your mind for whatever is most comfortable, source, spirit, the universe, God. So, okay. So from my experience, What happens is that we as human beings have creative power. That's just a fucking fact. Like you can make food, you can make your dinner, that's you creating something. You can write a piece of code, that's you creating something. You can have a dream, an aspiration in your life, that is you creating something, okay? So the next step is actually making that something tangible, right? Making that dream something tangible. Again, if you can make dinner, you already are capable of making things tangible. This is not, you manifested your dinner, okay? Like this is not something difficult. This is not something strange. This is not something out of your reach. We all manifest things all of the time. The thing is being conscious about what you're manifesting. So This is where personal responsibility comes in. We manifest our lives. I manifested myself being a maid, okay? That's not nice. I don't like that I did that, but I did that. 
And me taking responsibility for that and responsibility for where I was in my life at that moment and being like, okay, I'm here because of me, because I have responsibility over my life. And therefore, that means not that I am stuck in this, but that I have responsibility and ability to become something else, okay? So taking responsibility is not about guilt. It's not about, oh man, I made this horrible circumstance in my life and I'm a victim to it. And blah, blah. No, no, no. It's being like, oh, I'm in this horrible circumstance right now that I don't like because I did it. And that means that I also have the ability to be in a different circumstance that I do like in a situation that I enjoy, okay? So this is not about beating yourself up. This is not about being hard on yourself. This is about understanding that you are the one in the driver's seat. And wherever you drove to now, even if it's a place that you don't like, you're the one driving and that means you can go somewhere else, okay? So this is not about... um getting into a negative place. This is about realizing the possibility and hope that comes with the fact that you are creating your reality. And I know that that may sound weird or just woo-woo or, you know, whatever, creating your reality. But what's happening is that you are the one who is perceiving the world You have certain beliefs about yourself and the world, and those beliefs are how you interact with reality, and they are how you allow reality to shape around you. So, for example, if you believe that you're unlikable, then you're shutting yourself off to so many relationships because you walk around people and they could have liked you, but you're like, "Eh, I'm unlikable, I'm shy, I'm this, I'm that. And you just turn away and you close the door to those connections that could have happened. So it's, it's really about perception. It's really about what you believe about yourself and about the world. And that's how the world is able to interact with you and to enter your reality is to the degree that you believe it can. So, all right. So we know that manifestation is about bringing the unseen into the scene. And we know that you have been unconsciously manifesting all the time. And we know that your beliefs about yourself and about reality have been shaping what you have been manifesting, how you have been able to manifest. Awesome. Okay. So the first thing is getting a clear intention. What do you want? And I feel like this is not really as hard as people seem to make it sometimes, I feel like you know what you want. Like, and if you don't know what you want, this is a great exercise. What do you not like about your life? Think about the opposite of that. That's what you want. So if right now you're like, I don't know what I want. Like, uh, but okay. Do you like your job? Do you like your relationship? Do you like your relationship to yourself? Do you like your apartment? Do you like your car? Whatever it is, you know, do you like maybe you don't have like a rug on your bathroom floor and you step on the cold all the time? Do you not like that? You know, whatever it is you don't like is a really great way to figure out what you do want. So 
You know, you can either just be like, oh, I, I know that I want this. I know that I want that. Or you can be like, I am not sure what I want. Okay, look at what you don't like. And that will give you a clue as to what you do want. So, so the first thing that, the first belief that I need to deconstruct for you is the belief that, and this is a subconscious belief, that your desires are somehow bad because they're selfish or because they're not considering, again, another word for selfish, like they're not considering other people or because it's just about your pleasure and oh my God, aren't you supposed to bear witness to the suffering of the world? I used to have that belief. Like, oh my God, it was so bad. You know, I, um, I don't want to make this about me, but a lot of empaths have this thing where they think that they're supposed to be solving problems in the world. And if they're not solving problems in the world, and if instead they're focused on them being well, that they are somehow failing or somehow being bad people. So first things first that I need to tell you is that your desires are necessary for the wellness of the entire fucking humanity, okay? All of us are like cells in a body. We're not here by accident. We didn't just happen to pop up. All of us are here for a purpose, like every fucking cell in your body. Yes, I like to curse. Sorry if you don't like that, but actually I'm not sorry because you can stop listening anytime you like. So anyway, we are all cells in a body. Every cell is necessary and every cell wants a specific thing. Some of them, you know, like we, you know, like stem cells are like neutral, right? And then they can become like neurons or they can become um, different kinds of cells in the body and each of them have their own needs. They have certain proteins that they need. They have certain chemical processes that go inside of them. They have certain structures and certain functions. And just in that way, Your desires are about that, okay? So your desires are divinely given. Your desires are necessary. If you don't like the word of divine, if you don't like reference to spirit, then okay. Your desires are just necessary for the function of humanity as a whole. I'm speaking specifically to the empaths, specifically to the people who feel like they have to fix everybody's business before they take care of themselves. No, you have to take care of yourself. And that is how the whole is well. If you are unwell, the whole cannot be well. And I can get deeper into this in another talk, but your desires are important. Your desires matter. And please, like even just as an experiment, take your desires and prioritize them. Make your life fucking beautiful and then see how much that affects everybody else. I say this as somebody who used to put everybody else's desires above my own. I felt like I had to fix my mother's life because she was very messy and I had to fix everybody else's life and I could not help myself or even think about what I wanted because it didn't matter. I had fires to put out, right? And so that was my life for so many years. I had to fix the political structure. I had to do this and that. I had to do all of this stuff for everybody else. And I could not think about what I needed until I burnt out. And I was in so much, so much pain and straight up suffering. Suffering is like the prolongation of pain. 
that I just couldn't take care of anybody else because I was like on the, I was not well. I was just so unwell and it got to that point. And then I had to take care of myself because otherwise I just would not exist anymore. So I had to take care of myself and in taking care of myself and truly prioritizing my needs, then I got to the point where I am now, where I am so healthy and I am so well and so at peace and so happy and so abundant that my mom and my grandmother and everybody around me that I was always trying to take care of are like, oh my gosh, thank you for being you. Just by like witnessing your experience and your existence, I am able to learn so much about what is possible for me and I am motivated to do so much for myself and so now they're taking care of themselves in ways that I could not have taken care of them if I wanted to because ultimately it it really is an inside job and I know that's a cliche to say but you can't like a big part of life is figuring out what you can do for others and what you can't you can't breathe for other people You can't heal for other people. You can help them. You can give them tools and space to do so. You can give them an example, but you can't heal for them. That is something that happens on an individual basis. And so this is just, again, a way for me to emphasize that your desires are important. They're valuable to everybody and they're necessary, okay? So you have desires, you know what you want, you know what you don't want. Okay, so you form this intention to experience your desires, to have your desires fulfilled. So how does that happen? There is this little thing, (laughs) just this little thing called imagination. And I know that it sounds so silly, but I swear to fucking God, give it a try, okay? Because this is literally how I manifested my incredible job. I am, again, a woman of color in tech. I am queer. I was working class, you know, whatever. All of the things that make you an outsider or not supposed to be here, whatever. I dropped out of college, you know, all of the things. And so... Um, I'm supposed to have like a really hard time and the social narrative about like the bros in tech are so mean and none of that has been my experience. And why? Because I manifested it. Because I manifested something really, really beautiful for me. Something that was easeful. And how did I manifest it? Through ease. So that's another, that's another thing. The clue or like the, the tone that you set as you're manifesting something, as you're calling something in, is going to be the tone of your experience in that manifestation. So that's really important. So if you're like stressing really hard and you're like, oh, this is going to be so difficult. And again, you're manifesting all the time. So you can manifest something by being like, I have to go through all of these interviews and all of these rejections and it's going to be really hard and I'm going to feel really bad and it's going to be stressful and all of this stuff. And you're, you still believe because you have this intention, this very clear intention that at the end of all of this struggle, you are going to have that job you're going to have that job. 
Because you know that you are. You know that you are. You're just like, oh, I'll have to go through all of these rejections and all of this difficulty and da ba da ba da ba da. And then I'll have the job. Okay, fine. You are manifesting this. You are in the driver's seat. I know that can be really hard to hear, but you are. You're doing this. You get to do this. This, as a human being, this is your birthright creation. And so, okay, you're manifesting it. You got the job. Now you're in the job and it's really stressful and you have imposter syndrome and you feel like you can't do this and you feel like time is running out all the time and you feel blah, 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 blah. Why? Why didn't it suddenly get easier? Because the energy with which you manifested this is the energy which you experience in your manifestation. So... I'm super fucking relaxed at my job. I love it. I'm learning every day. Things get very difficult sometimes because I don't know what I'm doing, but I enjoy that. Like, I'm the kind of person who just does Sudoku puzzles or Sudoku puzzles, however you pronounce it, who does these puzzles all the time, logic puzzles for fun. I ended up studying philosophy in college because I just loved puzzles like I loved moving logic around just like understanding all the ins and outs of ways to piece reality together and understanding and I just I loved it so much and so yeah it's hard sometimes at work and there's so much that I don't know and sometimes they're like oh yeah just do this and I have to learn the entire framework of how to do that thing and it takes me so long to do it Okay, so I'm not saying that it's going to be effortless, but for me personally, effort is joyful. So when I was manifesting this job, I was doing every morning creative visualization. And so first, I want to tell you a story of one of my teachers. Um, Her name is Mariam Hasna, and I've been a member of her school Um, for a long time. Her school is all about metaphysics and all about understanding, not understanding even, but just like remembering our relationship as human beings to reality and super enjoyable for me. And for several of her classes, she has taught and um, spoken about how she manifested her dream home. Okay, so she was like a single mom and I mean, she is a single mom and she was like working um, like all of these jobs. And then she was like on food stamps and, you know, like barely getting by and like all of this stuff, you know, whatever. And she saw this house on Zillow and she was like, oh, my God, I love that house. Like, I want to live in that's my house. That's my fucking house. Okay, clear intention. I am going to live in that house. I'm going to live in a house like that. Um, That's what I want. Okay, so it's just like this clear response to something like for me with software engineering. I really, really liked it. Like as soon as I read this one book where the girl, the protagonist was a hacker and she did software and you know, she did coding and I was like, oh my God, that's what I want to do. I like it. I love it. And then when I was working as a maid years later, I was like, ugh. I actually would really love to be coding right now. Like, I love it. I want to do that. And I started learning um, 
different things. Like after work, I would go to the mall or the library and I would sit with my laptop and I'd be just taking all of these courses online because I was like, yeah, I like it. And so my, sorry, my, um, my metaphysics teacher, she was all like, I like this house. I like it. I really like it. And so what she did, because she understood the laws of metaphysics, which is how to bring the unseen into the scene, how the unseen and the scene interact. So she was like, okay, I'm going to every morning, I'm not going to try to get into this house. But the fact that I desire this is something sacred, and it's something important. And I'm going to honor that this is not what she said, but this is like the energy of it. She was like, I'm going to honor that. And every morning when I wake up, I'm going to take 16 minutes and I'm going to just imagine myself being in that house that I saw on Zillow. I'm going to imagine myself sitting inside of that house and moving inside, waking up in there, walking around in there, looking through the windows, making food, like just being in that house, okay? So she did this for, I don't remember how long, I think like a week or two weeks or something. And then the house was like off of Zillow because it was like being sold or rented or something. And then it was suddenly back on Zillow. And she like, she suddenly had this like urge to contact the owner. And so she contacted them and they, you know, she went on a tour of the house and they didn't ask for, she didn't have great credit. She had been, you know, going through stuff financially, but she was like, that, that just wasn't a part of it. The, the seller didn't even give a shit. They didn't even care. They did not check her credit. They were just like, oh, I like you. I'm going to let you rent my house because I like you. And she was like, okay, I'll take it. And she didn't know how she was going to pay it. She didn't know how it was going to happen, but she was just like, this, this is right. And so she moved in and lo and behold, then as soon as she moved in, she started this huge business and it's been going so well since then. And she's had more than enough money to pay for that house. And so you know, that's that's one manifestation. I have so many other stories of so many other people and the things they have done, but I want to share my most recent manifestation, which is, um, again, going from being a maid who is making $20 an hour to making six figures as a software engineer. And that happened... It was, it was again, it was creative manifestation. It was the use of imagination. I mean, sorry, creative visualizing. Um, visualization, the use of imagination. And so what is imagination? Imagination or creative visualization is seeing the unseen. But you have to go a step further than just seeing it. You have to really experience it as fully as possible in the unseen. So... My teacher, she was, you know, imagining herself waking up in the house, like moving inside of the house, da 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 da. That's actually how I got into this apartment. I like imagined myself like living here. And then it happened in a few days that I moved here into this apartment. But anyway, uh, like my, my job though, the way that that happened was that I imagined myself as a software engineer. I was just like, I'm going 
to be a software engineer? Like, what is it going to be like? What's it going to feel like? I imagine myself like sitting at my desk and feeling accomplished and feeling intelligent and feeling calm and feeling just like I was really living up to my intellectual potential, you know, because as a maid, I really didn't feel that way. I didn't feel like my, my thoughts mattered because they didn't. I didn't feel like what I was capable, like my ability to problem solve was completely irrelevant as a maid. It just did not matter. And so I imagined myself being celebrated for my problem solving. Uh, my, I imagined myself being really financially comfortable. I imagined myself just feeling like what my idea of a professional was um, and feeling really comfortable and feeling really cared for and feeling seen and feeling respected and feeling valued and, you know, all of these things. I was like, what's it going to feel like? What's it? I imagined myself like sitting at my desk and I imagined myself just like all of the things that I could imagine as being a software engineer, like making my food and then, you know, like all of the things that I could possibly imagine. And I like every morning I would wake up and I would imagine myself as a software engineer. And that was what I did. And then one day I got in my inbox this offer for this program that was especially for women of color and it was for people from non-technical backgrounds and it was offering a um a paid uh a paid like little three-month boot camp and then apprenticeship that was also paid with the opportunity of a full-time job offer at the end And I got so excited when I saw that. So this is another part of it. Okay, so the first part is you got to be very clear about your desire. The second part is you got to imagine it. Not just imagine it, but really feel like you're there. Use as many senses as possible. If this is like a home or maybe you're imagining a lover or a relationship, you know, what does it smell like? What does it physically feel like? What is a good representation of it? Like if you want to get married, you know, like imagine what the ring would feel like on your finger, not a specific person, um, but just like what the relationship that you want would feel like, what the experience would feel like. I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to work at this company and I'm going to da, 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 da. And again, this is like the first thing that I talked about where you leave things open-ended. Like I was going to say, oh, you're probably thinking this or this or this, but I'm not going to put that on. I'm going to leave things open-ended because we can aim for very specific goals. That's possible. That's totally possible. People do that. You know, they're like this specific person will fall in love with this specific person. But that is to me, not good. That is like manipulating other things. We don't do that here. Okay. We don't do that. What we do is we focus on what we want, what our desire, our core desire is, which is never a specific thing. It's an experience. It's a certain feeling that we want to have as human beings. And so we focus on that feeling and then we allow for the highest possible experience to materialize. Okay. So for example, if I had been like, oh my God, I want like this specific company. I want to work in this specific role and with these specific people and ba da ba da ba da da 
I can make it happen. It could happen. Like that's, again, we manifest things all of the time, but would it be in the highest good? It's just like those people who like cram for and for like college entrance exams, you know, that's a thing in some countries, like cramming for college entrance exams or, you know, for like a specific um, company. Like I know my, my cousin is an accountant and like he really wanted to get like one of the big, I think, four f- accounting firms and he got in. Again, we manifest things all of the time. But then he was miserable because they worked him to the bone. And I've heard so many people tell me about how all of these dream companies for software engineers work them to the bone. And it's so unpleasant and it just breaks their spirits and da 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 da. So we're not focusing on that egoic thing. You know, that's all ego. Like I'm going to work here because then people respect me. I'm going to work here because then I'll have accomplished this and this. I'm going to work here because then I'll put it on my resume and people will think da 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 about me. Like when my teacher was manifesting her thing, she was just like, I love this house. She wasn't like, I'm going to show it off to people and they're going to think this about me. And she was just like, I love it. I love it. And I want to feel like I'm inside of it because that feels so good to me in my own private world. That feels good to me. And for me, I was like, in my own private reality, it just feels like so good to me to imagine myself being a software engineer who gets to just solve puzzles all day and I get to just feel like my brain is working and like people appreciate my brain working and where I don't have to scrub toilets and I get to just sit on a desk and be comfortable and I get to make money and live in a way that feels comfortable for me And I don't care about anything else. I just like, that's the experience that I want for myself. You know, like the world doesn't ever have to know what I'm doing. That just feels good for me. And that is the energy that you want to cultivate because then you leave all of this open space for things to work out in the way that is most beneficial for everybody. And so that's how this happened. I ended up in a company that has really great work-life balance. They have great mobility. They have great benefits. They, it just, it's, it's a good company. Like, I don't feel like I'm overworked. I don't feel like I'm, you know, just all of these horror stories that I hear. Everybody's really kind to me on the team. Like all of the dudes who work with me, like none of them are gatekeepy or, you know, like my, my company always says that they don't hire assholes. Like that's one of the, (laughs) that's one of the things. And, you know, people say things and they don't always do it, but I've yet to encounter, encounter like someone on my team right now who treats me that way. Like everyone's really kind. And everyone's great. So, you know, I just, and I like, I credit that to the fact that I left, I left space for possibility. I left space for so much to go in a way that was not controlled and that was not exactly, um, that wasn't like limited to my own understanding because here we go. Okay. So desire is divinely given. Desire doesn't have like a logical thing, right? Like, you know, this, like sometimes you just really want some chocolate and it doesn't make sense. Sometimes you really want 
this certain person and it just makes sense like sometimes you really want this experience and that's not the most logical thing to do right now but like desire is divinely given and it doesn't necessarily it just actually usually in my experience (laughs) doesn't like conform to logic or to rationale and likewise the path toward and the details around your ideal um, actualization of your desire is also not necessarily rational. Why? Because the rational mind, the human mind, again, I love the human mind. I studied philosophy. It was all about logic and laying things out very neatly on a paved road that was a very straight line. Like, I really love logic. I love rationality. I enjoy it. It is fun for me. I love doing all those logic puzzles with numbers. I work as a software engineer. I have nothing against rationality and logic. But I do understand that the world cannot be reduced to it. The world is so complex. And reality and then the fucking universe. Like, come on. If we get into, like, the universe, like, to think that the human mind can understand all of the nuances of reality of the universe, that's silly. I think that's really, really just egotistical. Um and arrogant in the worst way because I think arrogance can be kind of funny sometimes but this is just this is just so ignorant I think and narrow-minded to think that logic could explain everything like no we have had like I don't know if you've ever read the Tao Te Ching or like dabbled in Taoist theories philosophy but just like the the concept of logic being able to encompass everything human logic at that human logic being able to encompass everything is just silly like the human mind is really really useful it's really really fun and it's really helpful but it it can't figure everything out for you it can figure a lot out but it's going to be within its limited experience. The The human mind can predict a lot, but it's all going to be based on what has, it's like an input-output machine. So whatever you put into it, it can then predict given that. But the world is so much more than what you as an individual, even as like a culture, have experienced. So you can have all of this input. Oh, I saw this and I saw that and my family this and da-da-da-da. But like what actually exists is so much greater than that. And that's why it's so useful to leave space for possibility. Because, yeah, you can chart a straight line toward your goal. And you absolutely can get there, I believe in you. But if you, in my experience, if instead of charting a straight line to a goal, instead you just focus on the goal and you're like, the goal is immutable. The goal is what I'm going to get to. The goal is what I really desire and it's what I want. But how I get there and all of the details around it are totally, totally have space for possibility. That lets you get there faster. That lets you get there more easily. That lets you experience a more fulfilling reality of the goal, a more fulfilling manifestation than if you're just like, this is what it's going to be and that's how I'm going to get there. Because then it can just be really dry and it'll be what you wanted it to be. Again, I believe in your ability to manifest.
to create your reality, to have what you want, to achieve your goals. But if if you get there and then you're like, well, okay, what's next? Because this shit ain't it. It's like it could have been so much more fulfilling and you could have gotten there with so much less struggle and strife. Um, so I just think it's really, really important to focus, okay, first on, so this is just like a different way of achieving goals, I guess you could say. Manifesting is a different way of achieving goals. Instead of focusing on all of the steps that you're going to go through in order to get to that specific goal, which will be experienced in this specific way. If instead you're like, this is the feeling that I want to have when I get there. This is what it'll feel like to be that person. This is what it'll feel like to experience this reality that I want to be in. And you just focus all of your creative energy on that. You just imagine every day, every morning when you wake up this or every night when you go to sleep, this has been my specific formula. If you do this all of the time and then you leave the rest up to chance, you will find that all of these, first of all, you'll get all this motivation to do certain things. You'll have all these nudges, all of these ideas to like, ooh, I kind of feel like learning React right now. And that seems fun to me. Or like, ooh, I kind of feel like checking my email right now. And then this amazing opportunity comes through like it did for me. Or, ooh, I feel like checking Zillow and this amazing house comes through. Or like all of these things, you know, Things will pop up in reality that move you toward that goal that you have, toward that end feeling that you have, and it'll happen in the most spontaneous and just ridiculous ways, I swear to God. And it, it's just so much fun. And then when you get there, because you left all this space for possibility and because you're just focused on how good it's going to feel to be there, not on exactly what like... I mean, I specifically did have a salary. I was like, I'm going to make this specific number a year. Um, And then when I got my offer, they gave me that specific number. (laughs) I was like, I was prepared to negotiate to get there. They were like, no, this is the number we're giving you. And I was like, ooh, that's exactly what I wanted. So you can have like specifics, you know, but it's not going to be something that feels like this is going to validate me to the world. It's going to be something that you're like, this is what feels right for me. And I never have to tell the world this. No one ever needs to know this specific thing, but this is what I feel is right for me. So for example, if you're manifesting a house and you're like, I really want a house with this, these certain, um, accents like maybe you really want gold accents or brass accents or black accents you know you're like I need my faucet to be black and you don't need to tell the world about that it's not going to like validate you to the world but you just want that because that's right for you okay you can put that there and it's going to happen for you but it's not like you don't want things that are going to like limit your experience of it you want things that are just going to emphasize the like the perfection of the fit for you like how right that is for you how authentic that feels for you rather than how much that's going to validate you to the external world so you can have specific things absolutely But again, you want to leave space for possibility because when you leave space for possibility and when you focus on the feeling of the manifestation, that just makes it so that you can really enjoy it when you get there. 
And I think that's that's just so important because, again, we manifest things all the time. Whatever you're living right now, you manifested. Are you fully enjoying it? Did you put all of your feeling, all of your creative energy, all of your visualization and imagination into how good it was going to feel to be where you are? And if no, you know, maybe do that next time. <laughs> because, again, we're manifesting all of the time. There, there's really one of one of the like mantras that I live by is that there are no wrong choices. I 100 again, I'm theistic, but I don't believe in a punishing deity. Like I believe that there are no wrong choices. Whatever choice you choose, the universe is going to go with it. It's going to. It's unconditionally loving. Like I, I deeply. 100% believe that reality that the universe that God is unconditional love. And so like whatever reality you choose, God and the universe are going to be like, "Okay, that's what you're choosing. We're going to give all our resources to that, to that reality. If you're like A or B, blue pill, red pill, okay. Like there's no, there's no judgment here. It's just like, okay, whatever you choose, we're going to give you all of our resources so that that you have all of the best options now so that this reality is as much what you wanted it to be, what you decided it would be consciously or unconsciously, and that you have as much freedom in any moment. That's like the best part of all of this of existing is that like at any moment you have complete freedom to change your life around a hundred percent to like just be like oh yep I chose B and actually like now that I'm here I think I want A you can go and you can have A like that's what's so good about it because again it's not like a specific thing it's not like oh I wanted to have children now I don't want to have children like it's not like a specific thing it's like oh I made a decision based on x y and z and now i feel like what i really want to experience is freedom like again we're not focusing on the specifics we're not like i want to work at that company we're not like i want to live in this specific house we're focusing on what we want to feel oh i want to feel accomplished and i want to feel seen oh i want to feel free oh i want to feel comfortable and secure like all of these like those three things are completely different manifestations by the way so it's like that's what i want to feel and you can have that feeling regardless of their circumstances there are no you didn't make a mistake wherever you are you're not in the wrong place you're just in a place where there is a clear path that you do not see right now toward the next feeling state that you want and that's what manifestation is it's just being like this is the feeling state that i am in right now I'm not emotionally bypassing, spiritually bypassing. I'm recognizing that this is the feeling state that I'm in right now. And by recognizing this, I'm able to see very clearly the feeling state that I want next. I can see right now that I am a maid. I can see right now that I do not have my own house. And what I want is a feeling state of utter um, accomplishment. And I want that. I feel like software engineering will give me that. I can imagine myself having that feeling state by being a software engineer. I can have, um, a feeling state of being secure and being able to provide by having my own house of being totally comfortable and totally 
safe by having my own house okay that's the manifestation that i want so every morning i'm going to get up and i'm going to imagine myself in that state i'm going to imagine that i am a software engineer and that i am abundant and that i am comfortable and that i am recognized and valued i'm going to imagine that i am in a house and that i am comfortable and that i'm safe and that i am providing and that i am da 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 you know and so you do that I'm going to imagine that I am free and that I have adventure and that whatever it is that you want. And you imagine yourself having that experience in that feeling state and you leave the rest just up for the universe to decide what is the easiest way for you to get there. And that's what you do. And you just, you keep feeling that feeling state in the mornings or at night, right before you go to sleep and you allow it to happen (laughs) that's that's like the biggest part like allowing it to happen because that's not even hard to do because again everything you have has already been manifested every every single thing you have was once unseen and is now seen like the sofa in your living room it once was not a sofa it once was an idea It once was not even an idea, just in the ether, just in the void, just in the realm of complete possibilities. And then someone, some designer, some someone somewhere just like pulled it out of infinite possibilities and was like, hmm, you know, I can think about a sofa. And then they went through the process of manifesting it. And now there it is. You know, they were like, ooh. And sometimes it's like, again, we all manifest all the time. So the way to manifest what you really want is like this feeling state thing. But everything else you've manifested, you probably weren't like focusing on a feeling state. What you were doing is you were just already in a feeling state that like, it's kind of like a conveyor belt, conveyor belt, (laughs) where it like, it just flows in this one direction all of the time. And so if you were just, um, it's like, you're okay. We can get into how regular, um, reality is manifested and that you know i studied philosophy so i kind of want to talk about kant and the emmanuel kant and the um noumenal and the phenomenal realms and bertrand russell and the mind of god and all this shit but we don't have to get into that basically what i wanted to talk about now is what i did talk about which was how to manifest what you want um not about how what is has been manifested before because you know fuck that this is about what you want to do and i think what you want to do is divinely given and it's a beautiful thing and it may not make a lot of sense and you might not know how it's going to happen but that's not your job your job is to just feel like it has already happened your job is to be that in between between what wants to happen and is like knocking at your door of like the door of your heart. I know that sounds cheesy, but it's like knocking at the door of your heart and it's like, "Ooh, let me in." And you're like, oh, "I want this. I want this." Okay, your job is to like pull that into your heart and then to like really feel it and be there with it and be a house for it, a home for it, and then allow it through you, through your want and your desire and your attention to come into this world because it wants to be here. Like this job it wanted me like that that house that my teacher is in it wanted her like all of the thing this apartment that i'm in right now wanted me you know and 
and actually super wanted me because like I have hummingbird neighbors and I see them every single day and I feed them nectar water and I'm 100% sure that they were like ah anyway we everything wants each other okay what you desire desires you and so yeah your desires are divinely given they're so important and when you have all of your desires met and taken care of your needs met and taken care of through your desires that is when you are at your most optimal to share and give to the world like if i was a maid right now i would not be sharing this with you i would not be able to like hopefully help you to manifest what you want because what would i have to give i was exhausted <laughs> i was exhausted my back hurt from vacuuming every day the god i had to vacuum their dining room every day they had eight toilets y'all they had eight toilets like i was not going to be out here like talking to you for all this time in the middle of the night on a Saturday after a full week of paid vacation, uh, like telling you about manifestation, I would not have it in me. So listen to your desires. They are divinely given. Once they are met and your needs are met, your wants are met, you are, your cup is filled. You know, as we say, once your cup is filled, it overflows and you can give so much like I'm not telling you this because I'm trying to there's literally nothing that I'm trying to sell to you right now I get nothing from this other than the fact like if anything I can get some hate you know people being like blaspheming like whatever you know bullshit and it's like you can say whatever the fuck you want but I'm living comfortable and I know how to make my life good okay like the reason that I'm sharing this with you it's because oh my god i can like imagine a world where everybody just has their needs met it can you imagine if again why was hitler hitler because he didn't get into art school and didn't get to do all his little drawing things if everyone had their needs and wants met who's gonna be out doing horrible nobody nobody like if everyone is perfectly loved and cared for and safe there is no reason for any nonsense for any violence or none of that shit like no like can you imagine if like all of the politicians just felt like they were enough like they were cared for and worthy and seen and important without any nonsense we would be so good so that's why i'm sharing this with you because i just want you to be well because i want you to have what you want i want you because it's not just about you and it's not just about me it's about the highest good for all like when all of our cups are full and they're all overflowing there's gonna be no fucking problems like in the world because everything's gonna be fine and everyone's gonna be doing exactly what they want and those people who like just dream of being scientists and solving climate crisis they're just gonna be able to do their things and that's going to be good and fine. Like, oh, God. Again, our design, our desires are divinely given. We're all cells. And, like, a lot of the time, we're cells doing the jobs of other cells because we think, like, oh, my God, I'm a skin cell. But if I'm a brain cell, then people will love me. It's like, nah, go back to your place and do your little job that you actually want to do because it's so fucking important to be a skin cell. And you trying to take someone else's job doing something else is actually not good. And that, that brain cell is like, ooh, I need to be a lung cell because then I'll be bit 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 No. Everybody, go do your job. Go do the thing that you want to do. Your desires are divinely given. Your role is what it's supposed to be. And it's so good. And it's so perfect. And if we all just 
follow like the innate calling of our hearts which again i know sounds fucking cheesy but if we do everything's good like i i genuinely like i know this in my bones that just like this can be so good this this all of us there's so many billions of us can you imagine how much genius there is how much creativity there is on this fucking planet and so many people are (sighs) not well to say the least in so many ways but if everybody was if if everybody was well like oh my god paradise y'all fucking paradise so beautiful and so that's why i'm sharing this with you because i want you to live your own personal paradise i want you to live your own good perfect amazing life your best life and yeah i want your cup to fucking overflow just because everybody benefits if you do that and i have siblings who are in middle school and if your cup overflows at whatever big age you are now that's just going to make the world better for them so selfish um yeah yeah so anyway i hope you decide very clearly what you want and i hope you focus all your energy in imagining what exactly that would feel like creative visualization just like what would it be like to be that person that you want to be to have that experience you want to be to be in that place that you want to be like really feel it with as much as many senses as you can for as long as you can maybe set a timer for 16 minutes most people can't do 16 minutes i i challenge you to do 16 minutes of just really feeling what you want and yeah like just imagining it real real hard and then just allow life to happen reality to move and follow all of those pings that you get all of those little nudges you get all of the urges that you get to do certain things at certain times to like go on a walk or go to that grocery store usually don't go to go you're going to meet someone there. You're going to see something on the way there. I swear to God, it happens to me all the time. And yeah. Yeah. And then you'll have it. And then you'll be just more and more fulfilled. And I'm so happy for you. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Because it gets to be like, I wake up and I'm like, holy shit, I'm here. And I get to have this view. And I get to like be who i am and do what i do and i'm fucking excited like whoo so yeah i'm excited for you to feel that to feel that fulfillment oh god i'm so excited i'm so excited more and more people to do this and have this and know this and be this this active creative force in the world and in your own life specifically so yeah you know stay blessed no need to stress and be the creative genius that you fucking are okay i love you bye